Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you're doing well today. I am going to be talking about public speaking in this episode and what I can see as being the five top reasons that we fear public speaking and how we can start to overcome them. And when I'm talking about public speaking, I'm really talking about that in the broadest sense. So it might not be that you're giving a presentation or a speech. It might be more everyday public speaking, like having a phone call in a public place or even speaking on a team meeting on Zoom or in person, even aspects of you know public speaking that can tie in with social anxiety. So being able to tell a story in front of a group of friends around the dinner table, for example. So any way that speaking up, being heard, using your voice, speaking to others shows up in your life, this episode will be relevant for that. And I was reminded recently of I think it was the first bit of public speaking that I ever did as a hypnotherapist. This was probably about 10 years ago or so. And I remember it was three weeks before doing this talk and I was already nervous. You know, the sort of nerves where it's hard to sit still. You find yourself fidgeting every time you think about the thing that you're nervous about. It's a horrible feeling. My stomach was churning for literally weeks before this talk I was doing. And I had butterflies in what seemed like my whole body. And I'd been preparing for weeks for this talk. I'd made some, you know, probably fairly scrappy looking homemade flyers, which I'd posted all around Broadway Market in East London, where I lived. And I paid to rent some space at the local yoga studio. And I was doing this kind of hypnotherapy workshop, the first one I'd ever done. And I'd even recruited my sister and some of her friends to make up the numbers. Now, the weekend before my talk was a write-off because I was just so nervous and anxious about this speaking event. I was overthinking every single detail, feeling just a lot of fear and almost like I couldn't see past this event. I don't know if you've ever had that when it comes to public speaking. It's like you can't imagine your life after the event because that thing is so all-consuming and it's taking over your life. Now, when the day actually arrived, 
I had a grand total of one person show up, aside from my sister Olivia and a handful of her friends. And despite the crappy turnout, this was actually a really pivotal moment for me. I'd been able to face a fear, I'd done it and I'd survived. And it was the start of me realising, actually, I need to address this fear of public speaking. I need to actually do something about this because a fear of public speaking had held me back for a long time since probably I'd had panic attacks as a teenager. But it started with making that decision to overcome this fear, to feel more confident and to calm my nerves when it came to speaking in public. And for me, I have to say, being able to speak in public has been, it's got to be the single most important thing that's helped me in my career. And from loads of you that I've been speaking to, because I like to chat to you guys every now and then to find out ideas on what content to create and what podcast to do. And the topic of public speaking has come up so many times as being something that can really limit us, both limiting us in terms of our enjoyment of our work and our day to day. You know, if you're worrying and overthinking and feeling so nervous that it's ruining your time outside of work, then that's going to have a significant impact on your life. And also in terms of your career, if you either have to or want to speak in public in whatever form that might take, because not being able to do so can really hold us back. It can stop us from applying for jobs that might be better paid or more fulfilling because they involve public speaking. Maybe because we don't want to go to the job interview. Maybe we miss out on promotions because we're not vocal enough at work. We're not speaking up. We're not letting our ideas be heard. We're not showing up as the leader that we need to be to progress at work. And so it can really, really hold us back. And For me, being able to speak in public, going from this point of being so scared that for weeks beforehand I was nervous and worrying about it, to being able to do it, to promote my book, to have a podcast that's had over 2 million downloads at this point, growing my Instagram to 50,000 followers, doing talks for companies such as American Express, Pret, Stella McCartney, and just doing all the things that I do in my work. All of that has only really been possible because I overcame this fear of public speaking. Now I have made a new free resource for those of you who experience anxiety or fear or maybe just a lack of confidence around any kind of speaking in public. And you can head to karma-u.com forward slash speaking to download this free resource that's going to help you to feel more calm and confident when it comes to speaking in public. And you'll find that link in the show notes as well. Now, I just want you to know, I mean, you probably have heard this stat before already, but a fear of public speaking is something that we fear more than death. It is massive. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, 75% of us fear public speaking more than death. And in fact, you know, when you speak to most people, I think most people would say they experience some nerves or fear when it comes to speaking in front of a group. So you are definitely not alone with this. And I'm going to get into these five reasons why you could have a fear of public speaking and what you can do about them. So number one is that you avoid public speaking. Now, avoidance is a very common tactic that we will use to feel less anxious. And in some ways it works very well. If you avoid 
something that makes you nervous or anxious, then you are not going to have that trigger that's there to cause anxiety and you're going to feel less anxious temporarily, perhaps, because very likely you're not going to be able to avoid something forever. Or maybe there is a big cost to avoiding things, things I mentioned before about missing out on opportunities and friendships and fun and adventures and maybe more money at work or a job that you find more fulfilling, more interesting. We can end up missing out on an awful lot when we avoid public speaking. So avoiding was definitely something that I did. You might have heard me share this before, but when I was younger, I had an out-of-body experience while getting up to give a talk And it sounds kind of dramatic, like having an out-of-body experience, but that actually was what it was like. I got up to speak and as I got up to speak, it went white and fuzzy in front of my eyes. You know, when you're about to faint and it goes kind of white and fuzzy in front of my eyes. And I had this feeling that my lungs were on fire. And I don't know even what causes that. I'm guessing it was adrenaline, but it literally felt like my lungs were burning And I felt as though I drifted out of my body and was watching myself from the ceiling giving this talk. And somehow or another, I got through the talk. I have no idea how, but the words somehow came out, I think. And what I later discovered was what had happened was something called dissociation, where we get so anxious that it's like our nervous system thinks, you know, screw this, I'm getting out of here. And it's as if we kind of had this out-of-body experience to protect ourselves from the horrible experience that we're having. So it was a moment of very, very high anxiety. And I I kind of basically vowed to myself, I'm never going to do that again and avoided public speaking as much as possible for a long, long time. And the problem with avoiding is that the fear is still going to be there. In fact, the fear is probably going to get worse. The more you avoid something, it's like you're confirming to yourself, yes, that is dangerous. You should avoid that. And if you ever have to face that fear in the future, it's going to be so much harder. So avoidance It can sometimes work for some things, but in general, for any kind of anxiety or fear, it's not really recommended as a long-term strategy or solution because it doesn't really work in the longer term. And actually, it can end up limiting you in your life and making your world shrink and your opportunities shrink. So this is what people don't necessarily want to hear. (laughs) No one wants to be told to face their fears. You know, even I, having done a lot of facing of my fears, there's something I just find annoying about the idea that we have to actually just do the things that we're scared to do and that's kind of the only way to overcome them but I'm afraid that is the case and yes there are lots of things we can do to work on our mindset and to work for example with the subconscious mind in hypnotherapy using different tools and techniques to support ourselves and to feel more confident and to get our nervous system into a calmer state so that we can then go and face those fears and we can shift our mindset in lots of powerful ways But a big component of change is also taking action and facing those fears. And when I was building my confidence in public speaking, I knew that I had to challenge myself in a very slow and steady way. So I started off just by making the decision to meet more people, to go and meet more people for coffees, to go and network with more people one-on-one. Then I built up to speaking in front of really small groups and Little by little, I started speaking in front of more and more people until I was able to speak in front of, you know, thousands of people or hundreds at a time on Zoom or on stage to a couple hundred people and to feel fairly comfortable doing that. 
This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Now, I first heard about Athletic Greens and their supplement AG1 years and years ago from the podcaster Tim Ferriss. And he is someone who Aidan and I massively look up to. And basically, if Tim says something's good, we are compelled to check it out. I was taking AG1 every day in the lead up to becoming pregnant. And Aidan also takes it every day. And we absolutely love it. It doesn't taste like a super healthy green drink. It actually tastes really good, almost a bit like pineapple. It's got kind of a tropical taste that I actually look forward to in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus and healthy aging. Basically all the things. And the way I take it is to have one scoop mixed with water first thing in the morning to set myself on a good path for the day. It's also like an insurance policy. If I'm not able to eat as well that day or I'm traveling, I know that I'm getting everything that I need from AG1. Now, Athletic Greens has over 70,000 five-star reviews, and it's trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Now, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash karma you and karma you is all in capitals c-a-l-m-e-r-y-o-u. Again that is athleticgreens.com forward slash karma you to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So number two is kind of a bit related to what I just shared about my own experience and it's having a bad experience with public speaking in the past. So have you had an experience in the past that's kind of like scarred you and is has stayed with you and is almost, you know, at the root of perhaps some of the fear that you're experiencing? So it might be that you can pinpoint what that was. You have a clear memory of a time where that has happened. It might be that you can't consciously remember exactly what happened but that there still may be something subconsciously that is like a program that's playing in the background of your mind that's telling you that it's not safe to speak in public, that it's not okay for you to do that, perhaps that you're not good enough, that your ideas aren't good enough, that you're not the sort of person who can go and have their ideas be heard, you're not smart enough, et cetera, et cetera, all those sorts of things that can hold us back. And I remember working with a client on this. When I was working in London as a hypnotherapist, seeing lots and lots of clients one-to-one, I would say approximately 50% of my clients came to see me for help with public speaking. So I have seen a ton of clients for this issue over the years. And I remember one client in particular who was a guy who probably in his like mid-40s, late-40s, and he worked for a big company in London. And once or twice a month, he had to speak in front of a couple of hundred people. And he was finding this really difficult. He would lose sleep over it in the nights leading up to it. He stumbled over his words when he was speaking. He really didn't enjoy it at all. And 
in a hypnotherapy session, we got to the root of where his fear came from. And we use a technique whereby it's almost as though we're asking the subconscious, you know, what's at the root of this? Where does this fear really come from? And asking the subconscious, he remembered this memory, something he hadn't thought about for years and years, but this memory came back to him of being about eight or nine and going up to the front of the class and reading something in front of the class and making a mistake and being humiliated by his teacher in front of his classmates and feeling incredibly embarrassed and upset afterwards. And this was actually, you know, a bit of a traumatic experience. You know, it might sound like a kind of a little thing, but I wonder if you too have memories like that of things that happened at school, things that happened early in your life that, you know, somehow stay with you and leave an imprint, leave an impression in your unconscious mind. And for him, this was it. And it was this experience that his unconscious mind had held on to this idea that you're going to embarrass yourself if you speak up, that, you know, it's dangerous to be in front of lots of people speaking. And so we were able in that session to do some work to help him to process that experience in his unconscious mind and see it in a different way and recognize that that really wasn't a big deal, that the teacher was, you know, perhaps the teacher was having a bad day. The teacher wasn't, you know, really a great teacher, not not not, not in their most resourceful and kind state in that moment. And that actually what had happened in the past was not a reflection on who he was now as an adult. And he could let go and process that experience. And following this session, he found it so much easier to speak up, a lot less fear, a lot less anxiety and, and made a big shift. So it's really important to remember that, you know, just because we've had an experience in the past that's been challenging, negative, even traumatic, that doesn't have to hold us back for our whole lives. It is something that we can process and change. And so I'm inviting you to reflect on, you know, did you have an experience maybe a bit like this? Maybe it was something very, very different, but different experiences that we have do play a role and can have an impact on us as adults and hold us back. And yet it is possible to process those things as well. So number three could be that you have an underlying anxiety disorder. And so, of course, if you're feeling more stressed or anxious generally, any kind of situation that is going to put you into more of a stress response. And actually, I think most people would say public speaking can be a bit stressful. It doesn't really matter how confident you are or how calm. I think most people would say they're going to have a bit of extra adrenaline, a bit more energy and yeah, just a just a bit more kind of blood pumping around your body in those moments when you're speaking in front of people. And that's actually normal and natural and not a problem. However, if you are already in an anxious state or you're stressed generally, or maybe you have social anxiety, for example, then this naturally higher level of adrenaline that you might have when you're speaking can kind of push you over into maybe panicking or it just feeling, you know, so challenging that you would want to avoid it. Definitely for me, this was the case. I think just getting nervous in social situations you know, was enough for me, let alone speaking in public. And something that was really important for me to do in overcoming this fear of public speaking was to learn to feel more calm generally, to get my nervous system into a calmer state, to lower my stress levels, lower my anxiety levels, so that in times when I am 
performing and speaking in front of people, there might be some extra adrenaline there, some extra energy, but it's not going to tip me over into feeling anxious or panicked. So consider what you might need to do to address your anxiety generally. You know, do you need to go and speak to your doctor? Do you need to go and seek out some therapy? Do you need more sleep? Do you need more time off? Do you need to have a better process for switching off at the end of the day and relaxing? And for me, you know, hypnotherapy was massive in this. You know, hypnotherapy is amazing for helping to calm the nervous system generally, helping you to feel safe, helping you to send this message to your body that you're safe, that it's safe to relax, that it's safe to let go. And just having hypnotherapy for for my anxiety, for stress, that has helped a huge amount in helping me to feel calmer. And actually at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of hypnotherapy myself and it's so nice to be on the receiving end of it again. I've obviously had a lot of hypnotherapy, listened to a lot of recordings myself, but I'm now doing that more intensively as I get ready to have my baby and I'm doing hypnobirthing and a lot of relaxation and visualization around childbirth. And actually the process is quite similar in a way. You know, it's really important that we're relaxed and we, you know, use our imaginations in a positive way to to visualize a positive experience when we're giving birth and also when we're speaking in public. So I found it interesting the kind of crossover there. Because when you are in a calmer state generally, those more stressful events like public speaking don't tip you over the edge into massive anxiety. So number four, in terms of reasons we struggle with speaking in public, is having low self-esteem. Now, self-esteem and confidence are slightly different things. Self-esteem actually has to do with how you feel about yourself as a person. Do you like yourself? Do you value yourself? Do you think you're worthwhile and okay and good enough? And of course, if we struggle with these things, it's going to make it difficult to speak up. If you don't think that you are okay, if you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, if you don't believe that your ideas are valuable and that you have a right to speak up and be heard. And developing self-compassion is one of the most important things we can do for our self-esteem. And self-compassion is all about being kind to yourself. It's about treating yourself as you would a friend. It's about training yourself to think about yourself and speak to yourself with the same compassion, patience, kindness, and understanding as you would someone that you love. Now, this is important in the lead up to any kind of speaking, but also after a speaking engagement. So say you, you know, were giving an update on the Zoom team meeting and you found yourself getting a bit flustered or you forgot one of the things that you were going to share you know, how can you be really kind to yourself about however that went? Because no amount of beating yourself up, giving yourself a hard time is going to make you love yourself more. It's going to make you feel more confident. It's actually the opposite. And when we beat ourselves up, it drains our motivation and we're less likely to try things again. We're less likely to, we're more likely to give up essentially. So being kind to yourself is always the best idea. And so I really want to encourage you to to speak to yourself kindly and to speak to yourself as you would a friend. And then the last thing is around not being prepared. So I know it's an interesting one when it comes to preparation. We don't want to be over preparing to the point whereby we're spending 
or wasting a lot of time over preparing, overthinking things. Equally, we don't want to be in a position where we are putting something off, not preparing, not focusing on something because we're afraid. And it's a very common thing that we will do as humans. We will procrastinate over the things that we're scared of and avoid thinking about them, leave it to the last minute because we just don't want to face up to it because it is scary or anxiety provoking. However, preparation is important. Some kind of practicing, some kind of getting clear on the points that you want to make, practicing saying things out loud. All of these things are going to help you to feel more comfortable, more confident when you're speaking. You might like to ask for feedback from people about your delivery. You might like to record yourself and listen back to it and see what that sounds like so that you can make any adjustments or reflect on how you're doing. But some kind of preparation is going to be really, really important. And that doesn't need to be planning things out word for word. I I wouldn't actually recommend that at all because that's not going to feel natural or easy or you can kind of lose your way if you are trying to follow something word for word and then get lost and then you can get really stuck. So having perhaps bullet points or very succinct notes to support you is going to be much better than writing something out word for word. So just a final point on all of this is that this is something that we can get better at. If you are struggling with your confidence in terms of speaking in public, it's not a fixed state. It is something that can be learned and it can be overcome. Anxiety, I'm always saying this, but anxiety is treatable. It's not a life sentence. It's not something that we have to just put up with and think to ourselves, that's just the way I am. I'm just an anxious person. That's not true. It is something that we can change. I'm not saying that all anxiety can be eradicated because anxiety is a normal human emotion, but it is possible to feel calmer and to train your nervous system, to shift your mindset in positive ways. And confidence is a skill. It's not something that you're either born with or not. People with confidence are not special. They probably just practiced and faced their fears and learned to feel confident. It is a skill that we can develop and you can develop it as well. So please don't despair or give up. Please um, put some of these techniques into practice and do check out the free resource that I've made for public speaking. You can download it on my website, karma-u.com forward slash speaking. Put it in the show notes as well. And that will give you more tools and ideas for feeling more confident when you're speaking. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love talking about this topic. I think it is something that is just so interesting to me. And having been on this journey myself to feeling so much better with speaking in public, I just have so much faith in the fact that this is something that we can overcome and how many opportunities we can open up for ourselves and how we can free ourselves up to enjoy our lives more and make more of an impact in our work and make more progress in our careers when we're able to really overcome this. So wishing you all the best with any kind of speaking that you've got. I'd love to know from you, have you got some speaking coming up? Are you going to be using or trying any of the tools that I've spoken about in this episode? Do let me know. You can find me on Instagram at Chloe Brotheridge. All right. I hope you have a brilliant week, rest of your week, and I'm sending you lots of love and I'll speak to you soon. 
You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Bretheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.